I think like once people realize that like you putting on makeup is not necessarily because you're doing it for someone else, but you're doing it for you. It feels like it's just you're putting on your face and you feel like a bit more resilient. Welcome to The Glow Up, a podcast series brought to you by Stellar Magazine. With special thanks to our sponsor, Cell Nutrition. Cell Nutrition are passionate about making positive changes to people's health through innovation. They're all about purity and natural holistic health and well-being. So regardless of your needs, their products benefit everybody. To learn more about this wonder product, log on to CellNutrition.com. We hope you enjoy the show. Hello and welcome back to The Glow Up by Stellar Magazine. Happy January and thanks for tuning in for yet another year. <laughs> Our second. <laughs> I'm Valerie Loftus. Oh, and I'm Vicky Nataro. <laughs> and this is episode six of The Glow Up. There are five others to tune into, so if you haven't already, get on it. Please bear with us today. It's January and it's Monday. We're in we're, bits. We're in bits. <laughs> kind of. Like nobody's sleeping. Are you doing dry January? Um, not inadvertently Ew, right. no. well, I am not <laughs> I am extra sleepy anyway um, our previous episodes are delightful if we do say so ourselves we chat to Irish people about their life through the prism of beauty and this week's guest is not only a best selling author she's also the beauty editor of the Sunday Business Post uh, following on from the success of her first book the runaway hit Owning It she was thrust into the spotlight because of her practical way of dealing with crippling anxiety and her follow up The Confidence Kit is just as useful and inspiring and there's a third in the works she's glam she's fab she's smart it's Caroline Foran oh you guys <laughs> way to make me feel on a Monday morning I know welcome thank you for joining us yeah, thank you for morning. having me I'm so excited to be on The Glow Up amazing thanks that's a thank nice little plug yeah. we'll pull that out Linda <laughs> hashtag The Glow Up <laughs> um, so Caroline at the moment are you knee deep in writing book three? No, no, not at all. I am. I'm knee deep in sort of nothing really. Uh, trying <laughs> knee deep in trying to find something to do again. I'm. I am up to my arms in trying to up to my elbows. I should say in, in trying to get ready for the books coming out in America. Oh right. Um, okay. So I'm taking normally. Well, normally the last two years I had a book come out one like this in May in mm. 2017 and then May 2018 and then I was like I just can't do another one May 2019 because a nobody cares. No one wants to hear about from you that much and I've nothing to say and. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I need to go and have a little bit of life experience before I can have something yeah. else to say. So I just thought it was, I'd take the year uh, to not write a book uh, or not to publicise a book and just to focus on the other two coming out in America, which I think is like where I should focus my attention. That's amazing. It's amazing. Yeah, thank and you. writing one after the other, what was that like? Um, I, it was actually fine. Like, I think you guys would like understand this. When it comes to writing a non-fiction book, it's it's like putting together loads of loads features. features yeah. yeah. So once you have your structure down and you know all the like the hardest part is getting the structure and knowing that you've something to say and that yeah. you've got sort of a hook. But once you have that, it's just being disciplined and being like, okay, today I'm focusing on this feature, which is just a, an extended feature, which is yeah. a chapter. Um. So I actually find it uh, that. The, the discipline is fine it's what we're used to yeah. like journalism is really good training for it um, but it's more the where I am now for book number three being like what am I going to do what, what are you yeah. going to write it on so take us back so you first were approached to write Owning It yeah. after you wrote a feature about your own anxiety in the Irish Times is that yeah, right so Caroline so, is a journalist first and foremost yeah um, so I was I was working in Image Magazine uh, when I was sort of well enough to leave my house again I, I went in there and just sort of hid in a corner and wrote some articles um, when I felt good enough to be back in the world again I went freelance and I was writing a lot about um, health and, and women and anxiety and things because it's obviously easy to write what you know and it was sort of just becoming something that we were willing to talk about like it was 2014 when I started to really suffer with anxiety and I remember like people talk about oh it's decades ago it, it really isn't that long ago that we weren't able to talk to about talk mental about health it, and yeah. say yeah. like I was I went off social media for months because I, I didn't know how to be like oh I have nothing to say because I'm literally living in a hole like yeah. I so 
I, it was only kind of on the cusp of being like, you know, anxiety is something that we deal with and it's not something that you deal with if you've gone through something traumatic. It yeah. can be Creeps stress, up just builds up. Um, so I kind of didn't, I thought I was on my own, sort of. Um, and I didn't realise the response that these sort of articles were getting. And then the publisher, you know, like I was obviously really lucky that they approached me. Mm. Um, and I, to be honest, I probably would have been too anxious to think I could have yeah. written a book myself. There's the irony. Yeah. yeah. Um, so they just said, look, this actually could be something. And... Uh, I fell off my chair and, and then I sort of said about, I, well, obviously then I had loads of anxiety and imposter syndrome, like you can't write a book, like what, you know, who are you? You're not a professional, you know, you're not a doctor, you've nothing to say. And but then actually that's what worked for me is that I'm a normal person yeah, and people yeah. like it reads like that. That's yeah. And like for me, when my anxiety was so horrific, I was going to different doctors and different people sticking things on my temples to try and like zap the anxiety out of me. And I was just so like, I want to hear from a normal person yeah. who's not a reading from a book or not quoting some theory who says, Do you know what, I am just like you and I had crippling anxiety to the point that I couldn't I mean, I couldn't even walk through Dun Drum Shopping Centre. Um and I've lived to tell the tale. So And you were that person for me. Oh if you remember that. You. Yeah, I do. This is before your book though. Yeah. So I was suffering quite badly and I you were the only person that I knew who'd talked about something even similar. Mm. So yeah, you were the person that I approached. So like it's amazing that now you're that person for a thousands of people, of people. Yeah. <laughs> and if you haven't read owning it and you suffer in any way like it's even if you if you're not suffering yourself but you might want to understand how somebody else is yeah like that was a huge thing for for people who maybe like my boyfriend who's now my husband at the time had never experienced a blip of anxiety in his yeah. life and mm-hmm. everything was just plain sailing for him so it was a big learning curve for him and one of the biggest things was to sort of learn around how to normalize it with yeah. me so like if I came home from work and I would had a panic attack and I say to him oh I had a panic attack today and initially he would have been like oh my god are you okay this is awful and I was like oh I, it was it's becoming awful. a bigger yeah. thing yeah. Yeah. so yeah. then he was like okay well like what do you want to do to what will make you feel nice tonight yeah. or you know so I, bec- I I got to the position where I was able to just say like oh I had a panic attack oh, I had a sandwich like it was so <laughs> normal yeah. Yeah. yeah and normalizing it is key so it's it, I've gotten a lot of responses from people who Re- are reading it for a loved one or exactly. a friend yeah. yeah for someone that they may not previously have even understood a shred of what they were going yeah, through but yeah, now it's yeah. there in black and white it's great that it's so approachable for people yeah. in general Thank you. and then the follow up is the confidence kit yeah. so obviously anxiety and confidence do go hand in hand or yeah. sorry the anxiety of lack of and lack of self esteem yeah so that one kind of followed on organically from the first book in that when the first one came out and then I had all these people approaching me to yeah. talk about anxiety and um come and do public speaking and be on panels and on TV and radio and I was like like I yeah. Yeah. I, I really wasn't making that up like when I said I had crippling anxiety yeah. so that just threw me into a whole other level like I had got to the point where I was able to function in my day to day life yeah. but now I was on this sort of platform that I could either thrive on or like it could really just add to my anxiety so I ne- I realised like, my confidence needed a lot of work um, and I sort of had to start from scratch again in terms of because I wasn't I remember like you know, I was going to meet my mom for coffee and I, and I broke down and had a panic attack and had to go home. So I kind of had to relearn the basics. Because doesn't low self-esteem fuel anxiety? And they, oh, they, yeah. they kind of do go hand in hand. Oh, so much so. And like one of the biggest things these days for, for my anxiety is like social comparison. Yes. Uh, which mm. is, is so topical at the moment and not helped at all by social media, which is such a driver of it. So they're kind of more day-to-day anxieties. Yeah. You know, once you've gotten out of the hole of, like I was really ill with anxiety, but then there's a whole spectrum where, you know, you could be, really ill and, and suffering or just the day-to-day stuff of yeah. you know scrolling on social media and feeling down on yourself mm-hmm. and it all it all kind of connects into one thing I think absolutely and I guess does having the lightness of beauty as another oh, yeah. interest help like yeah it's so nice like I was really determined 
I've always written about different things like yourself, like health, uh, fitness, beauty, anything. I, you know, you don't want to, as a journalist, you don't want to be pigeonholed into one thing. And in Ireland, you need to have yes, a couple yeah. of different things 27 that you can different do. skills. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I, you know, while I wrote the books and they've been amazing for my career I, I'm not just anxiety or I'm not you know you're not the anxiety girl no, and people have referred to me as that <laughs> no. people, I was doing an event and someone said I have a question the for the anxiety girl, girl. and oh, I was gosh. like oh no um, so yeah so then like you know beauty and even interiors are other things yes, verticals yeah. that are very important to me because anxiety isn't, isn't my whole life like it's yeah. I, I have a job and my job is as, as a journalist and anxiety is one part of it but beauty is me at work and you know completely different part of my brain and it's so enjoyable and it's confidence boosting totally. and um, yeah it's just empowering I think you know I think it's just I'm so glad that I, I have kept my toe in that yeah. totally. world mm-hmm. because people can kind of see beauty as being frivolous and silly which yeah, is one I of mean, the reasons that we decided to do this podcast to show yeah. that it's important in people's lives yeah definitely I mean it's the difference between and I always say this this is one of my taglines <laughs> at the start of the podcast but it is a difference between a good and a bad day sometimes oh yeah when you can put on your face and feel like cool, at least I can go outside and people look at me and think, yeah, she's got her lipstick. shit together. Or like, you know, look yeah. at her hair or whatever. I don't know. Yeah, I think like once people realise that like you putting on makeup is not necessarily because you're doing it for someone else, but you're doing it for it's you. armour. That's what mm. that yeah, always it says. Is, it feels like it's just you're putting on your face and you feel like a bit more resilient and yeah. like you have a bit of protection and... It's just, it's so basic that if you look in the mirror and you feel good, totally. the rest of your feel day better. is going to feel yeah, better. Like. Absolutely. So tell us about your first product then. What have you okay, decided so a couple, to share with us? A couple of the products I picked are super nostalgic and not at all things I would recommend. And <laughs> That's fine. Great. Maybe one or two of them are things I'd recommend. So the first one that came to my mind was good old Pond's Cold Cream. Okay. Oh yeah. So it's the my first sort of foray into beauty when I was way too young and it's probably for like much more mature skin and it's thick as hell and my <laughs> mom had it and I would just you know I wasn't buying my own do you use it to remove makeup yeah, I don't use it at all I, I, I wouldn't no 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 this is back in the day like yes. right. it, it's sort of a, a nostalgic means a lot to me my, it was my first sort of entryway into beauty but would yeah. you have um, used it or as, as oh like yeah no I used it I, I used it as um, the, the cold cream uh, cleanser right. and like, so, would so it you be, like whitewash it off yeah with after. like a bit of toilet paper oh god like, <laughs> this is before I learned anything you know uh, and then and then you put the moisturiser on it and it would just like sit there like, you know, like <laughs> That's the swimming around like a meringue. Because I never understood a cream as a cleanser. I was like, um, like, what do you do with it? That would have been the first kind of cleanser I used as well. Yeah. The one that you put, either put on your face with your hands and like then cotton yeah. wiped off or you put it on with the cotton bud and it kind of removed it at the same time. It was obviously not the best for the skin because no. you were leaving it. But then, I don't know, my mum used to tone with rose water. So yeah. that was... Rose water still legit. Is like, it still legit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was afraid that, that it would Glossier be too stringent. spray, the Glossier soothing face mist is rose water. Okay. And it's James Cavanagh is always doing his face. He, James Cavanagh has brought rose water back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, okay, so was that something that your mum used? and that It you... was something. And then we both kind of copped on. I grew up and uh, it was like, okay, maybe this is just like putting polyfilla on your face and it's not doing any good. But like, it's it's a cult product, isn't it? Like oh, no, it's absolutely. been absolutely world yeah. famous. Especially I think with the slightly older generation. Like yeah. maybe about 10 years older than us would have still yeah, been. So I would it. have had no awareness of like you know, the difference between the skin. I was obviously, I think I was obviously 15, 16 yeah, or something yeah. using this stuff when I was putting my purple eyeshadow on Gorge. with no foundation. Of course. <laughs> you know. probably plucked your eyebrows to Oh my God. Then. The clear lip gloss yeah. everything. We're gorgeous. Um, and so you don't have any sisters, do you? So no. You, your mum would have been like yeah. a beauty inspo. Absolutely. Um, and Same as me actually and I think my mum still has like a blusher that I used to use 15 years yeah. ago. Clear out your makeup, mum. Oh, now <laughs> I give her everything and now like obviously being 
you know, beauty editor, you get you get sent all the stuff, which is amazing. <laughs> but obviously, sometimes you get stuff that I, you wouldn't use yourself at all. Yes. And my mom goes rifling through my drawer. She's like, now that's probably for more mature skin. So I'm just going to take that <laughs> off your hands. And like, she thinks that she's doing me a favour. Of course. <laughs> yeah. And my, my mom has come to expect it now. She's oh, like, yeah. oh, yeah. Where's my serum? Yeah. <laughs> like, girl. <laughs> just make sure you just anything you want to get rid of. You yeah. don't want it to go to waste. I'm like, just say you want it. Exactly. And go rifling. But isn't it lovely as well to be able to give to do back. that yeah. for your mom? Oh, yeah. yeah. It's so nice. Yeah. But now I can never buy her beauty products because she's like, yeah, well, you totally. obviously got that for free. Everyone thinks yeah, it's a freebie. And I'm like, oh, at Christmas, Frick's I wrapped weird. up her perfume and was like, I paid for this. I know. <laughs> oh, like, you need to say, you need to put it out there. Totally. Like, yeah. And tell us, I guess, about your, your own kind of life and beauty. Like, what would be your beauty personality day to day now? Um, so because I'm freelance these days, I tend not to bother putting on makeup unless I'm going somewhere, yeah. um, which is it's nice in that I give... It, it, like it's less time during the day and it gives my skin a chance to breathe and I'm learning to be more sort of comfortable with my skin without makeup on um, but at the same time I I know the difference when I do bother to put it on how yeah. I feel yeah. Um, so like even you know I will go to the shop and I will go and do my bits and bobs with no makeup on I go to the gym and no makeup on I don't care but I definitely feel a lot better totally yeah. when I do so it is like you say like that armour thing um, but then when I, I I really have like a lot of fun with makeup so when I'm doing things like going out or to, like this weekend I was doing events um, wellness events and like I use that as a really fun you know excuse to sort of try different things like I normally wouldn't wear a red lip so I put on you should look at Caroline's Instagram everyone she looked fab the oh, red outfit you. and the red lip gorgeous. I felt a little bit like Emirates cabin crew though <laughs> I think the no. the red heels <laughs> no, were maybe a little it. step too far no, it was beautiful you were doing the BO events the Gary yes, sisters yeah, events yeah, yeah they're um, lovely the Gary he's the dynasty yeah. <laughs> um, the so Gardashians we call them but I don't oh think they gosh, like that yeah. <laughs> that's a good one actually it is a good one um, thank you Caroline yeah so like I and I did a course um, years ago I when I was didn't really know what I wanted to do before I started the journalism stuff I did a makeup forever course and oh, I really I, yeah it was only a week long but it was full time and it was intense and I just really wanted to have the skills yeah, and I learned a, an awful lot from it um, and all the skills like stood with me today like people yeah. are always asking how you do like the smoky eye and it's so easy just with one of those blendy brushes and I literally just go back and forth in the socket and it's done like there's nothing else just, to it you just blended it out just blend, mm, yeah. and so that was so much fun and really sort of ignited my passion for makeup again um, so yeah, and I'd love to actually go back and upskill a little bit more. Um, I do find some of it, like the whole Instagram makeup thing, I find like a, a bit relentless and I, I don't really bother with a lot of the products. Like I don't really contour or use even concealer unless I, I need to. Oh, like, you lucky wagging concealer is my best friend. <laughs> like, I, But you know when you see these things of like the, oh, yeah. the like tiger, yeah. I, yeah. I just, I don't want to have that much stuff on my face. It, no, me, yeah. it makes me feel like gives you anxiety trapped a bit <laughs> yeah no because like you see like they've put on the full face of foundation yeah then they put on the triangle of concealer like under yeah. the eyes uh, in the middle of the forehead yeah. on the chin I'm mm-hmm. like but what part like what like, what are you concealing what are you concealing anymore because yeah. Yeah, exactly. it's done with the yeah. foundation and especially when they have perfect skin to start off yes, with which a lot of them do they're like, they're like look this is my first face and it's like <laughs> yeah, well I it know. looks the same like, it's, you, it's Valerie just, just did the little Insta video like boomerang it's like um, paint, painting by numbers a bit, yeah. you know. and I just don't know where the colours are supposed to go yeah. so do you I have just, a beauty idol? Give somebody that you really like because for me at the moment it's Katie Jane Hughes. I think that's oh, a I lot of people's. Yeah. But I only kind of came across her a while ago. Mine would have been like Lisa Eldridge to the moment. Oh, I love, I love her. And we always talk about Charlotte Tilbury, our bae. Lisa, oh, yeah. yeah. I just love, I love Lisa. I love Katie. And like there's a whole load of Instagram makeup but it's not 
Instagram makeup. Yeah. It's more and, like, like I do appreciate the artistry, like oh, Kaylee yeah. Mua, the and, fabulous like, Kaylee Mua. Tutorials. Yeah, she's There's like just a model. So many though, like yeah. yeah, there is. It is overwhelming. Um, I think I did a bit of a call recently, so I'm I'm not aware of a lot of these names. You're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> you love Kaylee. Uh, oh, I'm very natural. Okay, yeah, very and I do. I, Lisa Eldridge was one of the first sort of um tutorial people yeah. that I started following. I remember in the infancy of Twitter she followed me back <gasps> and she still follows me because every oh now and then God. I check I'm like has my bullshit put her off. That's amazing. <laughs> I know I feel like we're friends. Oh my God, you could DM her. I've met her a couple of times she's very elegant and lovely and fabulous and she has her own range of lipsticks yeah, now. I have one. Oh, wow. They look you have one? Yeah. I just was like, I was like Share that. that. Yeah. Valerie has excellent taste in beauty. Like it's, it's unparalleled. Bring that in. I want to play with it. Okay, <laughs> it's gorgeous, <laughs> amazing. Okay, um, but uh, for a beauty idol, uh, she's not a makeup artist, but one person who I love to follow, I, um, Lucy Hale. Oh yeah, yeah. From, I just from Pretty Little she Irish. She's very interesting. Like she always goes for something different. Yeah, and, and her hair is interesting. Oh, her hair, hair changes. I know her hair changes as much as I change my hair, which is great because I feel like I'm. There's so many different personalities in my brain. Sometimes I'm like <laughs> long extensions, short bob. Then I want like really blonde. At least you can pull it all off. That's good. I don't know. I just get very tired of it after. Like I'm already like, nah, I want to change. Right. Um, but I like that with her uh, makeup, you can always still sort of see her skin. Yes. A little yeah. bit. And she has fun with it and she's creative yeah. with it. But it's not, it's not a complete mask. It's not trialed on. No. If you like Lucy Hale, you should follow her hairdresser, Kristen S. Oh yeah, she I was love. Lauren Comrade's hairdresser back oh, in the day, and that's kind of how she it's came to prominence. Like short hair. Oh, Lauren always yeah. had the hair that you wanted. To, like, exactly. She was yeah. hair. And now Kristen S has her own range of products, but I don't think they're available in Ireland. But no. They do look amazing. So yes, if you're a, a fan of Lucy or Lauren, give her a follow. She's mm. fabulous herself. She has wild red hair and she's gorgeous. So mm. would recommend. Yeah, I will give her a follow. Tell us about your second product. So my second product, uh, keeping within a sort of nostalgic theme, was my, my first sort of defining perfume of a generation oh, yeah. Casey Mayaki. Oh, that's oh, that's posh. Yeah. Mine was like Tommy Girl. Was about that as well. Trina was talking about yeah. that as well. Yeah, we had the fabulous Trina there. McCarthy on before Christmas. Mm. My mum used to tell me it smelled like cat's piss. Oh, I my mum wore it and I did not enjoy it when my mum wore yeah. it. But I'd like to go back and visit it now and see if I've Well, I did yeah. the other day. Yeah. I thought cuz um <laughs> my ex-boyfriend um I was wearing it I was 18 or 17 when I started going out with him and then his parents got it in their head that was a gift that she likes yes. so every time they <laughs> went away yeah. for six years all I got was Isimayaki and I just you know I had totally gone off wearing it at that <laughs> point um, and I just realised the other day I still had one it was probably maybe, it smelled bad because it was probably gone off gone off yeah but I, I was like I'm going to have a little trip down memory lane spray it on myself and I couldn't breathe Yeah, I yeah. felt sick and you know, it was probably a combination of it being gone off, but also I just was like, whoa, like just the memory. How your how your olfactory senses change and totally. stuff. Yeah, and what, yeah. what suited you then? You yeah, know? it's like your palate changes. I suppose. Yeah, yeah. like teenagers love like the sweetest of the yeah. sweet. Oh yeah, Vera Wang Princess. That was the yeah. one yeah. I was, used to wear when I was a kid. Or and like all like, of the impulse sprays. Yes. <laughs> so and exclamation and all yeah. them. Like, We've oh, spoken vanilla. about my sinus props on this podcast <laughs> before. You can imagine the first time I had a really bad infection was because I sprayed CK one all over myself like to myself oh. in it in Debenhams sorry CK1 it's not your fault <laughs> so I found the Tommy girl suited my my allergies and mm. that was but that's such a ridiculous fragrance when I look back like yeah. it, it smells like puberty yeah to me like it really did oh no but it's like it's such a memory of a time in your life isn't yeah. it like this how much a smell can like evoke mm. a memory I think Britney everyone's ones actually fantasy oh, yeah. and curious they're like 
like when I smell them, I'm like zoop back and in they're time. They're really popular because yeah. our, we're we're in the middle of compiling our beauty heroes for this year, which are our reader generated oh, beauty yeah. awards. And last year, Fantasy won best that's gas uh, pharmacy fragrance. So oh, yeah, so still, like it's really old, still, but it's still being so made. About twelve or thirteen. So she's making mad money wow. on them. Oh yeah, like that's that's her main. Like it's be her main income for sure. And wow. they're Elizabeth Arden fragrances as well, so they they ain't you know nasty. Yeah, but they're mass market. Oh. <laughs> also, Elizabeth Arden make them for her. They make Britney's fragrances. God, yeah. It's all coming from the one place, really, isn't it? Everything. Everything. Every all the celebrity fragrances are probably yeah. in the one. House. They're either cozy or Elizabeth Arden. And they Arden. say that they're there, smelling the petals in the factory. They are in their they are in their holes. Yeah. Um, on the subject of, of like old perfumes. Um, Davidoff Cool Water for oh the boys. Oh my god. Yes. I had the girls one. Did you? Yeah. I actually think I probably did have the girls one as well, but it was like the boy one was. boy walked by yeah. me, dupe. dripping in it. Yeah. I was like, who's he? I and then slightly him. later, it was the Abercrombie fragrance. Oh god. Which oh god. I bought for myself. Thinking, I, I bought the men's one for a while. Yeah. But now it kind of gets me. Jo- my, I don't have a very strong sense of smell, but my husband worked in Abercrombie Fitch in San Diego. Yeah, on his J1. Lol. He didn't have to stand outside with his top <laughs> he off. He did not, which I think he was raging about. He like, <laughs> pick me. Yeah. But he literally, we were in Munich there and some old man walked by wearing it and he was like, oh my God. Yeah, like, fierce. Oh, it yeah. stops you in your tracks. Like, totally. Yeah. And he also worked in Barcode for a long time as well, which anyone that's oh, yes. been out in Dublin back in the, the noughties or might IP remember. Barcode. Or IP, it was a great spot. It was a great spot. So yeah, he'd be a by the, the scents that yeah, he'd smell so, in Barco. Yeah. I remember <laughs> we had to bring it back for my cousin when we went to uh, New York, I think, and my mum was like, we have to go to Abercrombie and Fitch. We have to get fierce for Limoke. Yeah. And, <laughs> oh, God, I love that. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> we went in. My sister's really excited because it was around the time that Abercrombie was, was like cool. the biggest oh, thing. Yeah. And she yeah. was like, I want to get this and this. And she went in and she immediately was like, oh, God. She had to like, she, she had to, to leave. She had to leave. Yeah. It was just too much. It was like so dark. Well, it's yeah, that's the smell, it. It's the like music. a nightclub. Yeah. And intimidatingly good looking people. people. And you're not allowed to touch some of the clothes because they're for merchandising. Like, yeah. it's yeah. scary. Oh, so I she was, was like, bye bye. slave to yeah. Abercrombie. I would go to New York specifically to go there and queue up and do And have I'm, you even looked in the one here? No. I, mean, I don't think I've ever once. been. Yeah, I went in once and I was like, okay. That's brilliant. It's yeah. all the time gone by yeah. for me. I think I'm definitely older now because I'm like, it's too dark in here. I can't yeah. see. And I want to hold it up and, you know, put a magnifying glass to it. No, I just, it's not a good shopping experience, but I can see what they were going for. And it's it really worked for me wasn't it? Because yeah. it was such a like... But it was so the Hills time as yeah. well and Laguna. Yes. Yeah. So like they'd all wear the Hollister gear and mm. it was it was really cool. But I think it's coming back in a way. Like I think that because logos are slightly starting coming back, mm. but I don't think we can wear it because no, we did it the old. first time. Yeah. And they probably wouldn't feck and fit us. They're often made for children as well. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, they'll have their full face a slap because that's what the kids do these days oh, like Instagram yeah, and slap like, and then the hoodie I love it <laughs> God like such a look. when I think about like what I looked at looked like at 13 versus what stop it like it's frightening <laughs> my mother practically sheared my head she was like why don't you get your hair cut like Victoria in the stop video and I was like cool that it was not cool <laughs> was awful and I had like two caterpillar eyebrows and had rosacea all over my face they used to call me oh. traffic light no isn't that mean that is so awful yeah. and then I think I did have a minor glow up then when I was 15 because I just grew my hair out and uh, did my eyebrows so like they, mm. I had no eyebrows but it was better than having two slugs on my face yeah and got the rosacea slightly under control oh. so that was my swan moment <laughs> my swan moment was stopping using the fourth product I'm going to mention which was pan stick <laughs> but wasn't it a great friend to us at the time when it we was, realised it was, yeah. I, I have many a memory of standing in barcode or some other awful 
club brilliant with two euro drinks and at the and standing at the sink with the pan stick and literally just circular <laughs> motions all over your face and it over was the, the colour of like porridge or yeah. something oh. you know all over your lips I was like I didn't want to see any lips at all isn't that funny because that was the thing it was like yeah. blanket like your eyebrows blank lip your lips. as possible yeah. yeah and it was before you would have waxed your moustache it would have been a little like furry <laughs> carpet I used the Jolene oh yeah that I used mine. that as well do you know what being semi-Italian I've never had a face fuzz That's issue great. Ah. it is great it's the one thing Jeez. that I haven't had an issue with so oh, I used the has been following me my whole life. Really? Like, I've been trying to get rid of it. Forever. And then I'm like, do I have one? Do I just no. not see no, it? No, I'm just like... Mine, I have whiskers now. now. I do you shave it? Yeah, I just give. I have a little razory thing. Oh, and I just a lady, do, 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 do. the one that the JML one. I'm afraid one. of yeah. shaving it. I that's grand. I get it. I wax it myself sometimes with the strips at home, and they're awful. My skin actually kind of peeled off yeah. after I use it. They're awful. Um, I get Kim O'Sullivan to do it when she's doing my brows. I'm going to see Kim this week, and I can't wait. <laughs> yeah. She's the queen. Um, but <laughs> I, I don't know what it is, but I have now like wh- I pluck out some whiskers. Like they're thick. Whiskers. They're like eyebrow hairs. And now Isn't I have that how you know you're in your 30s. Chin hair. Oh, yeah. I have chin hairs like as well. It's awful. So I think I might go down the laser route. But I am I actually off. tried that. I did. I tried laser on my fair lips. It did not work. Really? You'd have to be very meticulous with the the kind of going back and getting it done again but okay. it did work really well on my underarms yeah oh it worked well I did it on the rest of my body yeah, but I was so good I just didn't like I haven't you. succumbed to the laser yet either oh it'll change your life really yeah. well if you're hairy you've got hair like a five o'clock shadow on your armpit oh yeah oh see I've yeah. again the, the semi-Italian so I'm pale thanks to my red-headed mom but then I've got wiry dark hair thanks to my dad mm. so it's bad I did uh, I was doing laser every however six week break or something and then I just never did the last one because I couldn't go and then I ended up putting it off and I never you need to do those six and then you need to top it up so yeah. I kind of let it go complicated you can't have tan on exactly yeah. so if it's summer it's really bad because you can't have any tan on but you also can't get any tan yeah you can't sunbathe like or so yeah you yeah and there's so doing like, would I rather have no hair or would I rather be milky white yeah I think I'd rather be milky white and fake it no yeah be milky but white but you can't put fake it. tan on oh that's why I haven't got laser done. Yeah. Laser <laughs> How could you like it's yeah. like it's yeah. you're your really vulnerable if you're going for laser? <laughs> so tell us about your next product. Okay, so onto products that actually are good. Um, <laughs> I think that I should be getting commission for this. Uh, I've sold. I'm convinced more products than anyone actually working in Mac. Uh, cream color base. Okay, which yeah. I have on my cheeks right now. It's what like color a is that? Hush, hush. Yeah, that's what the Samu is always. So put it's on a highlighter, is it? It's yes, a it's like a. It's like a little pot and it's sort of um, creamy and I just sort of dab it on like a stipple on my finger. Now I do have a bit of blush on underneath as well so it probably looks a bit pinky at the moment. Um, It's kind of a soft coral. Yeah so I probably when I have this on I get asked about it a lot. It's like it's sort of a healthy dewy sort of Mm. glowy thing and I definitely prefer dewiness to um, I don't like real shiny powders or you know especially because getting a little bit into your thirties, they start to Crosby. sit into the, the into the wrinkles, and and I, did, yeah. I think a lot of those products make my skin look older than it is, and you know we spend our life trying to look younger. We don't need makeup that yeah. makes us look older. <laughs> yeah. Um. So I do find that amazing, and I actually most people wear it up here on the cheekbones, and I find it actually works really well if you put it on the, the apple of your cheek, just yeah. to the side of your nose, which makes that part of your face seem a lot fuller and therefore more youthful. I right, always okay. wear highlighter on the apples of my cheeks as well. Yeah. Like I put it here and then I bring it down just because I, I don't know, I like the little... I like the sparkle. The sparkle. Yeah. I have a, a NARS blusher, I think it's called Free Soul and it's a it's like a highlightery blusher as mm. well. So mm. it's like a, a gleamy blusher and it's gorgeous. And blusher went out of fashion there for a while during Didn't the contouring craze but I'm mad it about so it. Much. Oh yeah, yeah. the difference it, it makes just a little bit of life. I couldn't wear yeah. it. I, if I was doing... 
a face with like foundation and I wasn't wearing blusher, I'd be like, that's you weird. Look, you look yeah, dead. It is yeah. weird. You look a bit. Like, it's corpsey. funny that you mentioned that though, like wanting to look more dewy because as an oily gal, I've spent my entire life wanting to look matte. Yeah. yeah, it's like powdering down, yeah. blot powder, everything. But now the last couple of years, I'm just like, you need to inject I a bit of dew in into morning, your life. And yeah. then I don't go back unless I touch my chin and I'm like, oh. Yeah. I n- I've never used powder. Really? No, but I'm a very dry, dry yeah. uh, person. So, well, my nose, in the summer, I'm quite oily these days, but I would, like now, my forehead would be very dry. Um, and also my forehead lately has been more prone to breakouts. Like the pores in my forehead are so much bigger these days. Um, and so if I kind of sweat and I have makeup on it, so I don't like to put too much on up there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I just kind of gl- gloss past it with the foundation brush. Um but yeah, no powder is. Uh, I, I've always felt, especially because I'm a bit hairy on the face. Right. It's going to enhance it the does, fluffiness. Yeah, the and what foundation does. would you? I be your am go-to? a slave to uh, Mac Studio Fix Liquid. I asked you recently what you were wearing, actually, and that's what I wear most days until Nars Radiant Longwear came into my life. I've I just haven't been brave enough to like go in another direction. I did like um, Vita Lumiere by Chanel. Oh yeah. But if I wanted a real kind of not really wearing anything look, and I like. Um, Charlotte Tilbury Wonderglow. Yeah. But again, therefore, if I want to look like I'm not wearing makeup, yes. but I am having a little I would give more. Radiant Longwear, I should get commission for that. Yeah. yeah. Radiant Longwear is amazing. I think I'll amazing. go for that next. Really? Yeah, it's really good. Go into Brent Thomas, um, bring your own pot and they give you a little sample. I'd say you'd be Stromboli. Punjab or Stromboli. Okay. I'm wearing it now, but I, I look half dead. But it did, yeah. it make a significant difference to my face yeah. this morning. Because <laughs> every time I go into Mac and they're like, oh, like you really don't need to be wearing um, Studio Fix. And I know, like I don't, I have good skin. I'm, I'm yeah. lucky in that, but it's not that... It's not that I want to. I, I like wearing same yeah, makeup. Do you know, totally. I I kind of I got used to having a fuller coverage foundation, and now I just especially if you don't wear concealer. Yeah, and like while I technically I could get away with a lighter one, I when they when they put on lighter stuff, I look in the mirror and I look sick. Yeah, I know the you feeling. Know? So yeah. like when you're used to what you're used to, even if it's thick or even if it's too much for me, I don't care. Yeah, I yeah. feel good. What did you wear on your wedding day? Caroline got married. When September. Was it? September. Yeah. Yeah. So I wore the studio fix. Yeah, um, same. But what I find because people are always surprised when I tell them a studio fix liquid because they think it's so like thick and heavy and it is quite matte as well um, but I think what makes a difference for me is um, the final product I picked uh, was the nice segue <laughs> <laughs> it's in my first rodeo uh, Image Illuma brightening serum amazing which is just I so they give you that when you've had a peel right yeah. for afterwards so yeah. that's how gentle it is some mm-hmm. people are afraid of image skincare which is mm. my bay I want to marry yeah I love her. it, it like, is, I won't use did the skin else. nerd put you onto it yes, yes. She, yeah. I was already onto it but she reinforced my, my love actually yeah because um, that's how gentle that one is what's in it um, it's, bright, it's <laughs> brightening uh, there is loads of lovely ingredients peptides, in it are, peptides. Yeah, it's, it's so it's not like vitamin C or anything no no no, 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 no. it's like um, very gentle very soothing and it's really good for hyperpigmentation or any any oh, kind wow, of pigmentation okay. it's basically just a brightener I'm not sure exactly yeah. what's in it but it's also as lovely it has hyaluronic acid as yeah. everything does I've written does. enough times about it I should know what's yeah. in it but you kind of just dump all that information when you're done um, but that underneath I, I wear that morning and night every day but that kind of underneath the foundation seems to already give a bit of a yeah. of a glow Ooh, and then on top of this studio fix then the little bit of the cream colour base I find um, keeps it from being like flat a sheet yeah. on your yeah. face you know so and what other image products do you use? Oh now? God, this is my favorite subject. Yeah, so I use I use the Image Clear Cell Cleanser. Me too. Uh, for the odd breakout. And now, isn't that interesting? If you're cell. if you're a dryer, you still use it. Yes, because I I don't use it. Um, I wouldn't kind of use it around here. You put and it on your I, So I put it on my forehead because my forehead seems to be prone to breaking out these yeah. days. 
I was using a lot of the the Vital C stuff as well, but then we're too young for that. Yeah, and then Jen was saying to me when uh, my breakouts, or even things like glycolic, when my breakouts were happening, it was probably a bit of stress and too much sugar. That glycolic actually brings a lot of stuff to the surface. It does, yeah. So yeah. I I wasn't actually doing myself any favors. Um, so I use I use the um, restoring retinol cream at night, the Image MD range. And you I use that, that every night. Yeah. Really? Yeah. That's why you're youthful and radiant. My skin can't tolerate it every night. I probably go, any, like, I am a retinol fan, but I feel Maybe like I'm I have not to take supposed breaks. to use it every night. No, you are if you can tolerate it. You'd know if you yeah. couldn't before. Well, now I wouldn't yeah. be doing it. I, I think it's okay in the winter, but I'm going to Thailand in January on my honeymoon and I oh guess you can't have yeah, sun exposure sun. and retinol. No, you can't. That's yeah. when I stopped in like, yeah, September when I went away. Yeah. I just haven't really got back fully on it like yeah. maybe once twice a week yeah that's probably that's probably the right way to do it actually yeah. um, and then another thing I didn't write down but my ultimate hero product and again Jennifer Skinner put me onto this was um, Acumax Ooh. Advanced Skin Nutrition Supplements oh um, the, the vitamin D and it's, it's, A it's vitamin uh, what's in it there's a there's a a phytonutrient in it called DIM and it's, it, that's the short name for it. Producer Linda has just perked up because she loves DIM. Oh yeah. It's <laughs> so it's, um, it basically balances your hormones and Ooh, so it's actually really good I for periods and stuff like that. I have really bad chin, jawline. Oh, I'm telling you, like it is. Linda is, look, she's dying to run in. <laughs> and not busted. It's rarely spoken about. Um, I know. And it's actually yeah. one of the more really effective acne cures for people like it's it's transformed their lives oh and it's, it's like it's just supplements and, and vitamins and minerals and stuff it's not like Roaccutane or anything like yeah. that yeah. so I went on it um, Valerie's right I'm down. literally oh it is literally <laughs> now you I don't will need say to. Linda's going to talk to you about it the whole way back <laughs> now you can, there's, there's other more affordable <laughs> supplements that are just dim but I like the Acumax because it has other things in it. It, has, it does um, have vitamin A and D in it. And, oh. Yeah and E and everything yeah. um, so in general my skin so I was taking it for about two months before I got married and I had been having an awful lot of breakouts um, on my back which was gross because you just feel Bleh. and I was wearing a Bardo style dress yeah. so I didn't want that. I didn't have like a blemish and I just not only didn't I not have spots I just I felt radiant. You looked radiant. And, oh thank you. Now I had a lot of makeup on <laughs> but, and a lot of filters um, but it is honestly it, and also what I found was so great was that um, my periods were an awful lot better. Really? Yeah, because it, whether you're... So they, they basically suppress the production of androgens, which are the male sex hormone, which cause a lot of the spots that we have. Jennifer would probably listen and be like, you're wrong. I think I'm right. No, that's <laughs> right. Because that's what Dianette, the pill does. Yeah, it, yeah. It suppresses the, the, androgens. A, yeah, so this does that naturally. So whether you've got too much testosterone or too much estrogen, it'll just bring Balances either down. So I... I and then I went, uh, I went off it and I... My skin kind of just went back to the way it was, and and now I'm like I have like the odd break. No, it's nothing. Not gonna stay at home and cry or anything. Yeah. But um, I'm you know the only thing is is expensive. So I ordered um like two batches to come from. I ordered it from like the original like advanced skin nutrition. Um, and it is it is a financial commitment. How much? But it? it's uh, I think it probably works out at like one fifty or two euro a day for a tap for a tap. Okay. Or may, may, maybe. But that's not that much considering what we just spent on coffee but then I'm also <laughs> taking Alflorex for my tummy which is a euro yes. a day and then you know so like all these things add up and suddenly you're like whoa it cost me 10 euro a day just, just to, to, live, to be alive to yeah. <laughs> um, so but it is I think especially if you have breakouts uh, oh. I would Valerie's I'm so like, excited like, on her phone purchasing like, <laughs> no, and I don't think any harm can come of it because it's not like you're taking a medication Yeah. Um, but it does take you have to be patient It take, give it 8 weeks okay and, and and also Jen says to horse minty, so like I would have been taking uh, four a day at the start and then but like I just take two a day. Are they available on Jennifer's site? 
Yes, but they're often sold out. Right, okay. You can get them on millies.ie as well. And you can actually get them in uh, loads of different salons. So I get my spray tan done sometimes in Allure in Drumcondra. And I know they sell them there. Okay. Um, yeah. But if you go online, you usually find deals and stuff as well. Because vitamin deficiency on skin is a big thing that no one talks about. Maybe there's a feature in that, Valerie? Uh-huh. Oh, there Let's is. Let's do our research. Yeah. Oh. Okay, we are coming to the end of our time. Thank you so okay. much for being Thank such a wonderful guest. Me. Yes. And we'll so be back in two weeks. Um to be confirmed as our guests but they'll be fabulous whoever they are thank you so much for listening and please review us if you like it yes bye and subscribe bye Bye thanks for having me thanks for listening to The Glow Up a podcast by Stellar Magazine don't forget to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and rate and review us on iTunes or just tell a mate who loves hair, beauty and makeup as much as you do if you've got something you'd love us to cover, drop us an email at info at or get in touch with us on social media. You'll find our handles in the show notes.